0: Welcome everyone to another cartridge quest episode two we're back almost didn't make it lost a guy along the way uh matt's not here he he couldn't make it today uh so carmine and i are not going to be talking about blaster master in fact we're gonna fill the entire podcast (laughs) talking about internet rumors no no we're not gonna do that um so carmine how you doing man
1: doing good how are you
0: I you know I can't complain can't complain uh, eating up eating up all the internet rumors today if uh, no one knows what I'm talking about just go on Twitter over the last couple days and search pro Jared I'm not saying anything else because uh, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep uh, all of our opinions off the podcast In- for right interesting now.
1: stuff nonetheless
0: In- interesting super interesting <laughs> dude it's like a soap opera yeah. right now it's on Twitter it's great it's everything I've ever wanted pretty much. I'm sad it has to happen to people, but I'm eating this shit up right now. Okay, uh, so so Carmine, we're we're gonna be talking about um, about a game with lots of drama in it, aren't we?
1: Yeah, uh, Square Enix's Final Fantasy VII.
0: Oh boy, which has been a just, while. Oh, it has since I've like so, talked
1: to someone really about it.
0: Uh, I I've talked to a, a bunch of people about it, but I, I mean, at the end of the day. We're we're going with the probably most iconic Final Fantasy game. We're going right for the jugular today, Carmine.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's the only one I've actually beaten. Um, I've actually I played Chrono Trigger, but no other Final Fantasy.
0: Well, I'm I'm proud of you that you beat this one because probably out of all of them, this is one of the most confusing. So, congrats! Oh, great. Uh, so, just just some facts, real quick. Released by Square Enix. C- Enix, when they were still called SquareSoft, in January of 1997. Obviously, if you know anything about this company and the Final Fantasy series, this is very clearly a role-playing game. No, actually, it's a shooter uh, made after Doom. Uh, it's really, really great. Came out on the uh, the Atari Jaguar, uh, fantastic. No, um, so yeah, it was released on the the PS1. It was kind of the like the flagship ship game if if you had a PlayStation you probably had Final Fantasy. Yeah, or um, you were
1: being made fun of for not having it.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh <laughs> you either knew a friend who had Final Fantasy 7, you had Final Fantasy 7. Maybe your dog had Final Fantasy 7. Right, and he wouldn't let they're, you play, you know. Oh yeah, no that, that fucking little shihtzu was terrible, man. All I wanted to do was check out Barrett and he was in his fucking doghouse. Wouldn't let me near the thing. It was terrible. Um All right, so I I guess let's just, you know, cut to the chase here um, and start talking about the game. Uh, I'm not entirely sure how we're going to really divvy this up Mm. because, you know, we were talking about Kirby, which is a two-hour long game, and now we're talking about Final Fantasy VII, which is a 40-hour game. So there's going to be some jumping around. If there is, forgive us. Uh, Obviously, there's probably going to be a lot of spoilers, guys. So if you want to tune out of this one for a, um, god, what, thirty year old game at this point? No, twenty year old game. Twenty year old game. Uh, You know, by all means, go ahead if you haven't played it. Go, go play the game. Go play the game. Enjoy yourself. Come back and then talk to us about how confused you are at the end of the game. So uh, let let, let's do this. Let's um, I, I guess we'll go. Uh, kind of like plot, gameplay, graphics, music, hop around that way and uh, see where we get. I guess we'll save the plot for last since like that's probably the thing we're going to spoil the most, right? Um, so what what version of this game did you play?
1: Um, so I played it, I emulated it. Um,
0: okay, so you, you played essentially the PlayStation version,
1: yeah, the PS1, just on not sure which emulator I used, but. Um, yeah, I, I never owned the game. I was one of the kids that didn't have it and probably got made fun of, but, um, yeah, I emulated it actually, uh, about a year, a year and a half ago was actually okay. like the time that I actually played it and beat it. Um, cause other than that, I had like started it for a little bit, but didn't really get too far. Um, yeah, I was never like a big JRPG person by any means, so it kind of took me a while to kind of adapt and get into them
0: oh yeah i mean th- this this game goes like base first into that jrpg style It's turn based you got this crazy leveling system yeah i mean before uh,
1: this the only real jrpgs i was into was like pokemon and those are a lot more like simple compared to uh, yeah i was gonna
0: you know. say but you know i well, growing up i never thought pokemon was an RPG. right yeah and, me neither it doesn't
1: really you know it's so yeah, unique i guess and simplified
0: yes Yes. Um, you know, it, it doesn't check the same boxes a lot of the time. So anytime I see that in my head, I'm always like, that's that's weird. Pokemon's not an RPG. And then I think about it, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, guess it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... <laughs> Did you like, uh, it w- was it just something that you never got around to playing as a kid or like you just didn't pick it up at all? Or? I think
1: uh, I think a lot of the time I was just kind of impatient growing up and I've kind of gotten more patient as I've gotten older and JRPGs obviously require that kind of dedication and being able to wait or in some cases grind a bunch and I just oh, didn't, absolutely. yeah, I just did yeah. not have the patience for any of that. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, th- th- this game's pretty much a, a, a hallmark in the series. It introduced a lot of stuff. This was the first fully 3D Final Fantasy right. game. This was, you know, the transition from the Nintendo to the PlayStation, and it upped the ante on almost everything, you know. Um, Final Fantasy, even before this, you know, you had Final Fantasy IV, which had a great story. Um, you know, that that's where Kefka came from, and that, that manic clown, and, um, you know, you, you already had that, but, you know, Square was promising a lot with this game. They, you know, they, they were like better graphics, uh, crazier system. Um, the setting was I'm totally, uh, insane compared to what we had before this. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, big cityscapes in this game, which you can't really get the full effect of in, uh older Final Fantasy games just because it's either top down or you have these zoomed in like sort of 2D almost platformer looking views where you're looking kind of head on at almost like a shadow box scene, are, I guess. Are a lot
1: of, I mean, I'm kind of ignorant, but like are a lot of the older Final Fantasies, are they like more medieval kind of like high fantasy looking or are they all kind of... Yeah, um, God. Because like Final uh, Fantasy sevens like, I don't know, an alternate... Like, future reality, I guess, kind of thing? I don't know.
0: Yeah, so... Man, this is gonna be tough to go into. (laughs) So, I... I, I, Yes and no. Like, I, I feel that a lot of these Final Fantasy games maybe didn't try to do the futuristic stuff as much because... It would be hard to show that graphically. Yeah. Um, so there were bits and pieces everywhere. Like I believe Final Fantasy VI, they had like these big mech suits and stuff that were cool looking and mm-hmm. everything. But from what I remember, uh, it didn't necessarily take place as much in like a bunch of these big cityscapes like Seven did. Seven took a lot of that, um, you know, and and really I I guess just kept going with that idea. Which I, I mean, even in Final Fantasy VIII, you get even even more of that, and then they kind of dialed it back for Nine, where like you kind of go back to a medieval setting. But you know, Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy; they all they're all separate stories and whatnot. It's kind of like reading a book, you know, you put it <coughs> down and you can go on to something else, you know. Uh, but it it was interesting that they're all called Final Fantasy, even though they're most of them aren't in the same universe, which I I find kind of cool. Maybe one day. Uh, Square Enix will tie everything together like the Marvel <laughs> Universe. We'll we'll have an FCU or FFCU. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening. I'm making it. I'm like, making it right now, Carmine.
1: Like without um without them thinking about it like now or planning for it. They just go for it like with the exactly. last title.
0: Hey, listen, we, we got we got the Sonic universe happening now. We could have a Final Fantasy universe. It's it's cool. It's fine. Just, you know, these characters can have teeth and no one will freak out about it. Uh, All right, so uh, we we talked about your experience with it. Why don't don't we talk about the the graphics? Because you just played this pretty recently. So, I mean, it had to be jarring to see them sweet, you know, tight, (laughs) amazing-looking PS1 graphics.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the PC one has, like, updated models, right? Like the one on Steam Uh, and stuff?
0: uh, A little bit, but... I. (sighs) From what I've heard the PC one doesn't really work that great from what I remember. Yeah, that,
1: that's um, why I didn't bother. I think it has like a uh a third party authentication and a lot of that pissed a lot of people off. Um yeah. I just didn't bother with it. Um so I just kind of emulated it. Um and then when I actually beat it, I loved it so much. I bought this guy was selling uh 7 through 9 on eBay for like really yeah. cheap and I had a coupon. Okay. I just went with that. So oh, if that's I, awesome. Yeah, if so, I, if so. I want to play 8 and 9, I have them now, which is really cool.
0: That, that's very cool. So, you you know, you like the game so much that you, you went out and you got, like, a pack with some other stuff in it. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. All right. Yeah.
1: You know, it's like, I don't know, the, the things I really want to collect, I'm going to make sure I actually find, um, as long as they're not I, I impossible mean, to find. I,
0: that That's cool. You know, uh, not all of us have money just to... You know, mm-hmm. buy things on a whim, especially something like uh, a game from Square Enix. You know, I was just looking on the Switch earlier today, and Final Fantasy 12 is I think like thirty, forty bucks. Final Fantasy 10 really? is twenty one dollars. Yeah, it's a lot. It's and like
1: still a lot of money for games yeah, that are it, ten, fifteen yeah. years old.
0: Yeah, and that that's my th- my big thing is that I. <sighs> I don't mind these games being re-released again, but at such a high price point, you really got to be offering something new. I, from what I remember, Final Fantasy XII is the Zodiac Age one, so I can get why that's a little higher. But nine, seven, those are just ports. Why? Are, yeah. Why are we paying so much money for those? Yeah, like I guess um,
1: not. I mean, in theory, not too much went into that because the game's already there.
0: Yeah, and uh, the, the the thing is, like, I know they're long games, so you're putting a lot of hours into them, but I still feel that's a pretty high price point for a port. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and anyway, me personally, I I could be very wrong. Someone could tell me off. I don't care. Do it at uh, tell me off at kimono underscore vestlord on Twitter. Uh. All right. So, um, t- was there was there anything uh, kind of going into this that you were expecting?
1: Um. I guess, I guess the biggest thing I was expecting had to revolve around the music, um, other than the obvious like JRPG elements that I would have to kind of familiarize myself with and get used to. But the music I had like heard because my friends would always show me certain songs, or um, I would even look up YouTube videos of like osts of different final fantasies because i'm really into the music of games and stuff no yeah um, I, was,
0: I was gonna say you're you're a music guy so yeah. i the, it has to reverberate with you yeah definitely. Um,
1: that that's actually the reason why i like i basically forced myself to get in like into it and actually play it like a year or two ago um so i could actually because i don't want to listen to all the songs out of context i feel like there's a big difference with like video game music Um, rather than just, you know, regular music or kind of goes hand-in-hand with movie music or, like, scores or anything like that. It's, like, meant to be played. The music is meant to be played while you're playing the game. Oh, yeah,
0: like, it has to accompany something for you to get the proper feeling out of it. Otherwise, it's just, you know... Sad music is just yeah, that's sad. But I don't know why. You don't know why
1: or like what built up to it or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I and you know especially if there's no lyrics with it, you're kind of just like, well, okay, this is a thing, I guess. Kind of just treading Um, water. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a game I played. Well, not all that recently, but recently enough, a couple years ago. uh, Nier Automata had really, really good music in it. uh, But like a lot of it is very very emotional very like sad uh-huh um but it goes with the world that you're you're playing in and i mean i, I agreeing with you out of context i just would have been like yeah what the fuck ever but because i played the game it it has like this this whole significance around it i you know me remembering what happened mm-hmm. while this music's playing and i mean you know that'll get me emotional just hearing you know some lady wine in a song doesn't really do it for me right. but like connecting it with all these things that i remember going through is a whole nother thing entirely
1: right and like you're saying kind of then listening to the music after the fact of playing the game they're kind of like uh, retrieval cues of like all the things that you did in the game which is kind of crazy that video game music is able to do that
0: oh absolutely yeah so all right while we're while we're on music um I know my favorite song is just the battle theme because it's so driven in this one. Uh it'll always stick with me. Uh I believe it's called Those Who Will Fight. But uh Carmine what what's your what's your favorite? What's your favorite track?
1: You're probably going to be like, "Wow, you're a music guy." And then like, "This is your favorite?" No, the, no, no. Hit me with it, man. The, the fanfare.
0: Da, 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 da. Hey, listen. I, no judgment. No judgment. It's good. There's trumpets and stuff. It's it's happy. I get it. Well, especially, like... It's just, like,
1: crazy iconic. Like, I've heard it beforehand, but then, like, you know, after my first battle, when I realized what it was, like, I was like, oh, shit, I get to listen to this, like, 8,000 more times. Time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This it's, is it's great. forever. <laughs> now, um, if I'm not mistaken, this one... Now, uh, for... People who haven't played Final Fantasy, uh the victory music tends to change every game. Um, the the beginning fanfare won't with the the horns. Typically, it'll still go na 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 na. Uh-huh. However, after that, it'll change. uh depending on the game. So, you know, if you played uh, Final Fantasy one, I I'm sure the fanfare is still in there. It's different from what you hear in seven seven on the end after that has like a very um synthetic kind of uh like mellow pop tone going on uh if if I'm not mistaken i am i am correct in that right it's kind of got like a little like wispy thing going on
1: in uh in seven
0: yeah oh, it doesn't like' like playing it in my head yeah it's it's yeah. difficult to yeah. It
1: almost feels like sliding or something like that. Yeah, like between yes. the notes. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I do appreciate that. You know, they they stick. I, I'd almost call that an Easter egg to an extent where, mm. like, there's the same thing in every game, but it changes just ever so slightly, <laughs> which uh, is kind of cool. Enough. Final Fantasy 15, uh, which is neat. Uh, I mean, you know the the basic plot. There's four guys. You know, yeah, one yeah. One I've one seen.
1: On. I mean, when there was when that game was like leading to coming out, there was like so much coverage about it. It was kind like, of like impossible yeah. to like, yeah, not.
0: So know the plot. Uh, when you beat uh, a character in that one, sometimes one of the characters will sing out that victory tune. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's, a sick Easter Yeah, yeah, it's really really cool. Um, so was was there anything that stuck out to you about the music or maybe something that you didn't like cuz i we're we're dealing with what's essentially like um a higher version of chip tune here like we're still not at that point mm-hmm. where you can get instruments into the game but we're f- past you know just bleeps and bloops at Yeah this they're
1: point. they're like really trying to emulate like like you said orchestra sounds and stuff like that like horns and whatnot
0: Yeah um, and you know uh, for for the most part we're were there, but, you know, there's some things that maybe didn't sound fantastic. But was there anything that stuck out to you that maybe you didn't like?
1: Um Didn't like? I'm not... I mean, that that's kind of difficult. I can't think of anything. Um... But I will say that I appreciated kind of putting myself in, like, the time that this game came out. And I think a big thing about the music with this game is that there's so many different areas and, um... Different opportunities for different kinds of music. Like uh, one of them, I was just I just pulled up the OST so I can kind of refresh my mind. But um, I think it's like Yuffie's like town theme or her whatever. It's like that Asian kind of place. Yes, yeah. yeah that yeah. that song was like great. What is the place called? It Starts with a W, I think. I can't remember. But um, Wumbo. Yeah, sure. That's a Wumbo Land. That's where Yuffie's from. I like it. Yeah. I like it. No, that was great. Um, the obvious song that is amazing and I I had heard before but it didn't take away at all was One Winged Angel. like
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, everyone loves that song. Yeah,
1: well, like when it happens, it just fits so perfectly with the game and it's like so terrifying. And it's like it's funny because like, uh, when I finally beat the game, it was like I don't know, it was one or two in the morning and I was like alright, I know I'm near the end. I gotta power through it. And then like that happens, like the screen goes black and then Sephiroth comes down and like, you know, there are these old graphics, these old like, 3D, like Polygon graphics, and it's still- Oh yeah, do- it
0: looks stupid as fuck now.
1: No, it still doesn't matter, it's still terrifying. <laughs> like, really? Like, <laughs> oh, I, I do yeah.
0: um, The last time I played this and beat it, it was on the PSP. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, alright, yeah, whatever. This is great, I guess. Sure, fucking Sephiroth, here he comes. He's gonna turn into eighteen forms. Blah yeah. blah blah. You know, end the game. But, um, music, uh, music has to be a driven a lot of the time for me to like really get into it. Mm-hmm. Like the Mega Man X soundtrack is a perfect example of something that's completely like making you feel on the edge of your seat. Yeah, the that, that's that's another
1: and that's another series that I've like hardly touched, and I'm kind of just like. I don't want to listen to the music until I'm like playing it. Because oh, I feel like bro. I've heard Wait. like how great the music is.
0: Yeah. We we gotta do at least the first Mega Man X because Yeah, that'd that... be great. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm getting a rock hard direction just <laughs> thinking about that game. All right. Um back to Final Fantasy. Um so let let's talk a little bit about the uh the, the gameplay, 'cause I, I know you said you're not like the biggest JRPG fan. Uh, and you kind of had to force yourself to get into this. Mm-hmm. Did you find the uh, the grinding at all, like, monotonous? Because that was my biggest problem with the game, especially growing up. I would just keep flip-flopping on this game all the time because as, as like, a you know, 10, 11-year-old, I did not have the patience to sit there for hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours grinding just to get to a part in the game. Where now I'm at a boss that I didn't grind enough, and I can't. You got go your back. ass beat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or I could go back, but you know, it would take hours and hours of backtracking just to get somewhere where I could, you know, reasonably fight. So I did. Was that like <coughs> a turnoff for you at all, or did you know? Did you just go on with the headspace you were gonna have to, you know, break some eggs to make an omelet?
1: So initially, like what I kind of set myself up for, so to kind of persuade myself to be able to play it, was that the emulator has the fast-forward button. Now, <laughs> that being said, for some reason, it works with all my other uh, games on the on the emulator would not work with Final Fantasy VII. So... <laughs> really? I didn't have that option. I spent like gotcha. an hour or two trying to get it to work, and I was like, this is just not worth my time. Um,
0: no, I got you, I got So you. when I
1: had to grind, I really did just have to grind, and it did feel like I was... 20 years in the past. But um that being said, I was warned about how monotonous the materia system could get.
0: Oof, yeah. But yeah. I
1: I mean, I thought it was actually it was different enough that I actually found it kind of fun to level up every like piece that I was actually interested in. Um
0: Yeah, you, you know, it's it's weird that you mentioned that because um while looking back on the game, I, I don't think, like, that it was the best system. No. Nowadays, I look back at it, and I'm like, man, I fucking missed that. Cause, yeah, because I um, think it
1: was it has its own kind of, I don't know, it's unique, you know, its own kind of it is. interesting it is unique. values to it.
0: Yeah, and, well, a, a lot of the games now that you, uh, a lot of the, the Square Enix games, I'm not going to say just RPGs in general, because all of them are wildly different, and, you know... Uh, You and I have played a lot of different stuff, you know, uh, you're playing Nino Kuni, too, like, I've played a good chunk of it, you know, that's way different than anything Square Enix has put out, and it's still pretty good, but in, like, 15, 13, uh, I think even 12, you can kind of overlap everyone's skills, so everyone can kind of round out anything they want, which... I'm not a fan of everyone should have their own path they're going to go down and they should only do that. And you should – I guess they're trying to make it so you don't have to make sacrifices like when you're making your party. But I still like that job system where, you know, everyone has their sets that they go down, which is why I kind of appreciated the materia because – there wasn't necessarily classes, but still everyone had their their path that they went down, and they didn't really deviate from that, and I appreciated that. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, there were certain material that you should like basically put on certain people. Um, yes. So there was that kind of aspect to it, which brings me to my question. What party did you originally rock when you played this the first time? Oh my
0: god, when I was young... <laughs> uh...
1: For most of the game, I guess.
0: All right. Um, it's not right. I know that it mine is Cloud. not right at all. People are gonna yeah. be like, "What?" Yeah, I, I, it was Cloud, Vincent, and Eris, and then when she—spoilers, by the way—when <laughs> when she kicks the bucket, um, God, who was the other healer? Now I'm trying to think about it because I, I, um,
1: what can I think? Because, like, she's yeah. the only true healer, I think. Yeah, she's...
0: Uh, all right, so after that, I, I, I'm pretty sure, because I'm like, that that doesn't make sense in my head. I had to have had a healer, but maybe I didn't. I used Cloud, um, Red, and Barrett because I thought they were the most badass fucking group of people, like this crazy talking wolf monster, yeah. motherfucker with the machine gun hand, <laughs> and, of course, your emo main character. Yeah. So, yeah, I, what, what was yours?
1: Um. So when they were available, it was Cloud... <laughs> <laughs> Yuffie and, okay. and Sid.
0: Okay, All So right.
1: different, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely different. Well, I mean, like, Yuffie, you can go the whole game without even getting, which Yeah, is you can just bananas. miss her.
1: Um yeah. Which, like, I had heard about her, or whatever, and I had heard that she was optional. So, I looked up where she was, just so I couldn't miss her. Just in case, because I have, like, a big... I kind of have, like, a small anxiety if I miss out on something that I could, like, basically... That's like a crucial point in the game because there's oh, a no, lot totally, of like yeah. there's like a whole side quest like thing with her, um, that like you can just miss out on basically, which is just like crazy. So yeah, I no, I, didn't I miss and out I on any of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't want to miss out with on that because you know it's one thing if someone's like oh you know you can get this extra cutscene explaining you know how someone poops. Yeah, or I'll, I'll like, look
1: it up online about how someone poops, yeah. and then I'll, you know. That's how I'll get my jolly.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously. But uh, you know, when there's like an extra character involved, there's something that could augment your playing experience. Of course you want to fucking get that. Yeah.
1: Um I um, mean she she was pretty cool. Um Yeah. She's more like I think I tried to make her like more of a critical character or something like that. Um and I kinda used her as my healer. I put her in the back.
0: Okay. I feel you. I feel you. That's that's dope. Uh my my least favorite character was Kate Sith. That was Oh yeah. I did not understand that for a while. I was like, why why is this thing following me around? And then like you figure out she's a robot and some shit. And I'm like, yeah, I I, I didn't I'm understand checked the out. whole
1: Fate K- <laughs> thing. I, I looked up like at one point like who are the best characters like to kind of use. Um yeah. and basically anyone was like everyone was just like use everyone, like anyone you want cuz this game's pretty easy. Just don't use Kate. <laughs> That's what
0: yeah. everyone said. Yeah, don't use that monstrosity. So I just didn't bother using them. Well, like, I mean, all of them have this cool aura about them, you know, every single one of them. And then you have this. She's like the big the cat of this game, Yep. which I I hate to say, but it it is kind of true. Kate Sith. (laughs) R.I.P. Kate Sith. Just don't come back, please. (laughs) How sad. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to the the gameplay here, uh, because I am. We're going to try and keep this streamlined since uh we could be talking about this for literal hours. Right. Um the the gameplay is is pretty pretty simple, you know, it's it's turn-based, uh you know, it's random encounters. Um so was was there anything like you really liked or hated about it or maybe wanted to change? Again, I I know this is everything we kind of have to look like in in kind of perspective Because it was 20 years ago yeah. uh, And this was cutting edge back then But is is there anything you think That lended itself to the game That people Kind of even look back on now And are like that was a really good idea And put it in their games or something
1: um, Gameplay wise I can't think of anything off the top of my head Because a lot of people complain about the material system That I've talked to Like a lot of people don't like it And think it didn't really work even at the time which i mean i disagree but um just because it was different kind of refreshing um the thing that was negative about me i wasn't expecting the like encounter rate to be as high as it was
0: oh man Um, that was that was rough yeah
1: yeah so that was like a little brutal for me especially when going into it i thought i was gonna have the fast forward one i just didn't Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so i I, I really had to get used to kind of grinding and whatnot because this was really like my first like okay sit down and beat this 40 45 hour jrpg experience
0: god that is so rough like yeah because going back to what i was saying where like it this game has kind of lent itself to other ones uh and i mean even the series in general um a lot of rpgs kind of you know pick and take things from here to to put in their games. There's inspiration uh for other stuff. And um I I I always thought like the way they did the, the turn based system and especially with this one when you get that limit break and you get that special move and you yeah. start seeing all that crazy shit happen. That was pretty cool. Uh I, I dug a lot of that. Um I I did not like the um i guess you'd call it the the pacing i felt that it was really really all over the place at some Mm -hmm. points you know you were fine for six seven hours and then all of a sudden someone cranked up the difficulty by like 10 levels (laughs) and you're barely even able to make it anywhere i remember i don't god it might have been this game where you're just kind of walking around the the overworld, and then all of a sudden, this crazy-ass boss comes... Not boss, but, like, Rare Encounter comes out of nowhere, beats the living shit out of me. And since I was a kid, I didn't save for, like, yeah. hours. And after that, I was just like, no. I don't want to play anymore. Like, that just totally ruined the experience for yeah, me. Yeah, I think
1: I ran into... Like there's those like emerald weapons or ruby weapons, those big ass yes. things. I ran yeah. into one of those like the the. I think it's the hardest one in the game. It's under the sea. I think it's mm. emerald weapon. I I was like, what is this thing? Like <laughs> like lurking, like some kind of like optional boss. That thing and then you fucking, fucking destroyed it. me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I looked it up online. They were like, yeah, that's like the hardest. That's like the last thing you do in the game. And I was like, god damn it.
0: Good to know, and I did it first thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I what I thought was interesting, they had even these. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't call them necessarily weaker characters, but like interesting characters that didn't look like they were anything, uh-huh. but would beat the living shit out of you if you weren't careful. Like the fucking Tonberries and Cactars. If you got hit with the uh, what was it, the uh, the thousand needle assault or whatever the hell it's called from the Cactar, that could murder you in like one shot. That stuff was ridiculous. Kind of and Tomberry's can stab you in one shot and kill you too. Like fucking what? <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Why would you put it in the game? Like I Oh, these cactus guys. Yeah. Right. Dude, the, they were they were cruel jokes, man. They were cruel jokes. And then they show up in uh other games too. They These are these are spawns that always show up. These are monsters that are always going to come up in Final Fantasy games. And it feels like they're just kind of jokes now, because in 15, I ran into one, and a little tiny cactar was really trying hard to murder my entire party. was not a fan of him. I, I'm going to Yeah, go especially back.
1: when he's looking like that. So, like, I'm just yeah, pulling dude. up pictures of him. He just looks like such a moron.
0: <laughs> he does look like he's just got his hands up and down. He looks <laughs> like he should be like on a cover for maybe like a 90s rap album, I think. Or, no, like an indie rock album. I'm going to put him on one of those. Just cactar and the cactets going to be great. They're going to sell millions, man. You I, wait and see. I
1: remember, I think there was one of the bosses that, like, see, I appreciated, like, I, I know it's kind of bullshit, but I kind of appreciate little, like, um, gimmicky things that, like, you kind of, it's almost like a part of a puzzle. I think one of the bosses, you only could use, like, the bio spell on them to damage them or something like that. So, it, like, took yeah, you a, I think a you're while right. to realize that, as it probably did for a lot of people. Because I don't think there's anything that really tells you straight up. You kind of just have to figure it out. Well, uh, I, I, I mean has... that
0: that sort of stuff is is neat. I, you know, yeah. I'm gonna agree with you because you know if every fight was just oh yeah, this guy ju- has more just strongest weapons and that's yeah. it. yeah yeah you know this guy's more health more attack you just have to wait him out that's fucking boring man you yeah. know you gotta kind of spruce it up and it's funny that you mentioned that because in the uh the game I was playing last week Steam World Quest you know. A lot of it is uh, when you get to the higher bosses that you can't just, you know, do brute force. You have to use your spells to weaken that that boss, do some damage, and then, you know, they'll let down the guard and then you can use physical attacks mm-hmm. and stuff. Or like it'll switch on and off or they can only be poisoned or you have to put them to sleep first. Things like that make for interesting gameplay and lead to better strategy about how to build your character around this right. boss fight. Which it adds is more neat.
1: of that, like, puzzle uh, dynamic. And, it you know, it kind of drives that point home more when, you know, maybe you're fighting a boss and there's, like, two little minion guys or something. Because then they, all, they yeah. all need to be attacked a certain way. And that makes it more interesting. Uh, yes. To use yes. different characters and play on their strengths and everything like
0: mm-hmm. that okay all right, so we uh, we we got the game played down we got the, we knocked out the graphics i guess uh we, we did the the music I guess it's time to uh talk about uh talk about that plot though <laughs> that plot yeah, that plot though um i I don't even know how to handle this, okay, yeah. I mean, I don't know uh, if you're
1: gonna like what i'm gonna have to say, not that I didn't like the plot, it's not that.
0: Well, no, I i mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of the plot, because by the end of the game, I was just left fucking scratching my head. I didn't know what the mm-hmm. hell was going on. I needed a wiki to explain Oh, my... yeah, I
1: looked up, like, everything to make sure. Because I knew, like, I didn't know anything about the story, except uh, leading up to convincing myself to even start the game. Mm-hmm. So many of my friends and, like, coworkers and a bunch of people were telling me that, like, I should play Final Fantasy 7 because there's this huge like gaming moment in it that everyone knows about even if they don't play Final Fantasy and I'm not aware of it as far as they could tell. And they were like blown away that I didn't know about Aerith's er- uh, death. Like everyone knows about that. Yeah. So yeah. I I hadn't that had never been spoiled for me or anything, but the thing is it had just been so hyped for me, so hyped, like, oh my god, oh, it's what, overblown yeah, at that what's point. this yeah. moment gonna be, you know, whatever, and then, yeah. like, she dies, and this is the other thing that took away even more, I never used her, like, I used her at, like, oh, and that, that's you. probably not common either, because, like, she's really overpowered, so I think a lot of people wanted to use her, and she was kind of, like, the dedicated healer, like we kind of said, so it makes sense that you'd want to use her, but I used her when I had to. And then otherwise, I think I put uh, the Tifa, yeah, I put Barrett and Tifa, in. so that was like my original like trio that I used. Um, yeah. So when she like kicked it, I was kind of like, "Damn, that sucks." That's like sad for Cloud and shit. And then I was thinking to myself, like, "Wait, is this is this the moment that everyone's <laughs> talking about?" So I like told my friends and everyone like immediately, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, that's the moment." And I was just like. Damn, like that did not resonate with me. Correctly. Yeah, it's like, what, what the fuck? I yeah, yeah. whatever. Like I like, think it's oh part- well, she's dead. Yeah, I think it's like you know partially my fault, but like I was just like, damn it! Like I I tried so hard to make sure I feel this whole moment that everyone's talking about, and I like I basically just blew it. <laughs> I was like, Dude.
0: well. I mean, you, you also got to look at the time you played it compared to where you were at now. You didn't necessarily blow it, but I mean, I'm sure you've played other games where, you know, an important character has died. Right. This, this game was, I, I'm going to go back a little bit, probably one of the first to do it in a way where you would get upset about it, but it was more or less... Oh, excuse me, indigestion. Uh, it was more or less, you know... Uh, something that has happened many times since then. I mean, look at Gears of War, uh, you know, when, when, uh, God, who is that, Dom dies? Like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm saying things, and, you know what, fucking, if someone didn't want to listen to this, they wouldn't have made it this far, so, yeah, when, when Dom dies, uh... You know, that that's a big deal. And, you know, stuff like that has happened time and time again. Uh, Halo, a, you know, a bunch of characters die in that game that yeah. you didn't want. There's a bunch of tense moments. Um, you know, so looking at it, going through, like, you're you're already grown up. You've matured. You've played all these games that have done this before. So, like, you're kind of desensitized to it. And I'm not True. saying this game didn't do it well. I'm just saying that especially if you weren't using her, this is gonna have less impact because you've seen all this shit before. And then on top of that, you weren't even using her, so it's kinda like Yeah. Well, fucking whatever. I guess that sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, like no, I don't have like her in the holster if I want like a really good mage kind of character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at it from a strategic standpoint, not so yeah. much from the story standpoint. <laughs> I get it. I'm just, I get just a it.
1: cruel Cruel, heartless man.
0: <laughs> yes, that that's it, Carmine. You figured it out, Car, uh, Carmine the Horrible. That's that's you from now on. Um, I can live with that. So, w- going down the line, uh, let let's let's focus on Cloud for a minute here because it's it's his story that really muddies everything up. Obviously, yeah. he's the main character, I mean, so you know the that's games what about made me him.
1: Pull up the wiki a bunch of times, of just like him. Like I don't know, he's like a, he's a clone, right? Of Sephiroth is that yeah, right? Well
0: he's, he's not a clone of Sephiroth he's a clone of Zach
1: Okay, see, I still don't know the story
0: <laughs> So like you know he's got all these memories of like Zach, but he thinks it's him but then like you find out that right, right, right. it wasn't him and that he has this whole fucking identity <laughs> crisis. And then he's, like, flying or some shit. He's doing some Dragon Ball Z shit. Like, he just takes off, and I'm like, what the... What? <laughs> what? Like, you had superpowers this whole time, motherfucker? <laughs> um, you know, it, and that... Made, like, it really muddied the game up because, like, there, it's not clear-cut anymore. Um, and not saying that it has to be, but when you're throwing a lot of this extra plot in that maybe... Didn't need to be there, and it kind of just seemed like they were doing it to extend the game time. Like when you go to what is that Niflheim, and that's when you find out that he is, uh, the clone and whatnot. Right. Uh, I I don't know. Do we do we even need to know that he was a clone? Like it kind of just seemed like you were. To me, it was a very roundabout way of like him just getting super sad about stuff. Like right.
1: I, I think, and to make him more integrated. And more meaningful into like Sephiroth's story,
0: I guess. Yeah, because I, I guess before that Sephiroth, was, he, you you know he's like this weird clone thing. Yeah, yeah. Like he's and he's like, like kind of doing
1: evil shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like it's just it. oh fuck, man. They they really fucking jump the jump the shark with that. And especially all the Genova stuff. I I still don't know what Genova is. What is oh, Genova,
1: dude? I I. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to answer that question, but...
0: <laughs> like, it, it, it's like um, Sephiroth's mom, but, like, what else is it? like? The,
1: the first time I saw um, Genova. like, do you remember you're in, um, I think you're in the Shinra headquarters? Yeah. And there's, like, that pod. Yeah, and it's and got, you, like, and a, he you looks in it. weird... Yeah. Dude, the music at that part, because that was, like, another time I was playing really late at night, and, like... I don't really get scared or creeped out that easily, but I was so fucking creeped out. Like, oh my god, the music and like Genova's like this. I don't know. She's like missing like half her head, and she's got like an eye on like her titty or something. And she's weird. Yeah, it's so like I wasn't expecting that at all. Oh when no! You, like, it's it's
0: disturbing, and especially yeah. because I it goes into not like a cutscene, but it cuts to yeah, like that
1: that's kind of like realistic art style.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, that that was a lot to see. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, I was like, I what? <laughs> what is this? And then, uh, playing it when I'm older, like I I played it on the PSP uh, probably five years ago, six years ago at this point, and I, uh, I I guess something was lost on me because, you know, the the, the graphics aren't great. It just, mm. it looks weird and, like, not weird, scary, just weird. Like, I was, like, ill. That, ill. You I mean guess Ge- Genova? Like, yeah, like, yeah, Genova. I guess at that time, that was, like, that was a weird thing to see and yeah. that was off-putting to people. But now I'm just, like, fucking why? Like, why are you a thing? I don't I don't like you. I don't like any... Like, I, I don't think Genova added anything to it. You could have just had Several out there, and it would have been fine. The only thing it does is make him stronger at the end, I guess? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and
1: give you more boss battles, I guess. Because don't you fight her, like, two or three times? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, but, like, what does she do? I...
1: I, I don't know. I, I think my understanding was... I don't know. Was Jenova, like, the alien? <laughs> or
0: like... Right? Like, you played this game, I don't remember. you beat it, and yeah. you still don't understand what the fuck is happening.
1: Because Aerith Ar- is a, I think they're called, like, Citra or whatever, right? Isn't she, like, the last one of those?
0: Yeah, she's some sort of, like, guardian or yeah. some shit. She She's not, like, an alien or whatever, but she's, like, not exactly human or, like, she, she's human, but she's been given this, like, task. Right. And I I don't know, man. Fucking, ugh, ugh. And some of the simplest shit in that game is like the side characters. Like Barrett, Barrett has a clear cut story why he's doing this. I like Barrett. Barrett's story's great. You know, he he worked for this uh, organization that's like fighting against the big company that's draining the earth. Of yeah, like he its he has
1: more of st- like a straight up kind of edgy badass guy story. I like that. Yeah. I fucking
0: love that, man. You know, he's got a kid and stuff. They talk about his homie who like backstabbed him or whatever. He comes back and I'm like, "Oh fuck, that is cool. That is dope." Uh, you know, uh Red's really cool. Red's fucking amazing, man. His story's cool as shit with his uh mom, no, his dad. That shit was cool as hell. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, but it, I feel like the main story is what struggles to get over with people. That that's what, you know, uh, I, I don't
1: know. Alright, so, I kind of just looked up a little bit of stuff. So we were kind of right. Genova's an alien. <laughs> that, a- like, an alien? Yeah, that, like, crash-landed, I think, like, on Earth or something, and the Cetra would always, like, would refer to Genova as, like, a, a disaster which came from the sky. So this okay. thing is basically just, like, Satan incarnate.
0: Alien uh, Satan. Got it.
1: Yeah. Um, And, yeah, this is the... Once I found this out or whatever, I... You know, I thought it was a little more interesting. That Aerith was so she's half Citra. Or Setra, okay. whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, so the cool thing is that when she dies, she's also the last one. So that's an extermination of a, like a race. <laughs> so that was like kind of brutal when I realized that. So like okay, not only yeah, is she I dying, guess that adds yeah.
0: a, a little more like levity to the situation, you know?
1: Yeah, that's just like another layer that she had to like sacrifice herself and she's the last one of her race. So, that was, like, yeah. pretty brutal.
0: Yeah, so... That made her
1: death, like, a little more interesting to me.
0: No, yeah, more more meaningful. So, okay. Who's your favorite character?
1: Favorite character. I mean, I did really like Yuffie. Um, okay. She is, like... Because she was kind of, like, comic relief. I mean, like, she kind of starts off, like, bratty and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of just becomes, like, another comic relief. Yeah. Um... I mean, other than her, I mean, obviously Sephiroth I really liked a lot. Um, Just because he's, like, for most of the game, he's trying to just kind of find out who he is. And then I liked the whole element when he's in the library, and he's like, I'm a Citra, blah, 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 but then he isn't. So from that moment on, he's just misguided. I don't know, I thought he was kind of interesting as a character, I guess, written. Other than just being the obvious, like, kind of stereotypical badass that everyone says. Um, yeah,
0: well, I mean, there's there's definitely more going on if you look into the story there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, as you were saying, he he's trying to find out who he is. And the first few times you like see him, he does not give two fucks about you. No, like, he's he's like, all, all right,
1: you're following me. I'm still doing my thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like he, that's how strong he knows he is. Like he's like fucking whatever. You're just like an ant. I don't give a shit about yeah. you. And then you start getting strong enough where maybe fighting him. You know, you're you're getting close to his his level, right? Um, so did did you do any of the extra stuff in the game? Like, did you get any of the final weapons or anything like that?
1: Yeah, when I got to a certain point, I again because you know this whole JRPG stuff is kind of new to me, and I don't I don't even know how to like find everything. I kind of just looked up how to start everyone's because I think everyone has their own quest that gets their like final weapon. Is that right? From what I remember.
0: Yes, I believe so.
1: Yeah, so I kind of just looked up how to start all those, and then I did, I did all of them. So I did every side thing that I could, mm-hmm. um, which kind of drives home how fun I actually had playing this game, and it was so different for me.
0: I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, overall, like, if if there is one thing you could change about this game uh, in specific, what, what would it be?
1: Um, I guess we kind of, t- we kind of touched on how convoluted, I I, mean, I don't know how to make it better, though, that's the thing, I'm not really a writer, I wrote for a little bit, like some script stuff, but kind of didn't like how that turned out or whatever, um, but the story was kind of muddled, as we were saying, and, you know, even after the fact, and after looking at wikis and stuff, I'm still confused about <laughs> elements of the story, um, I don't know how to make it easier. I guess they, they needed to be a little more straightforward. Because I'm also not... Although I think it's cool for lore. In a lot of games where they do stuff like data logs. Or like they have pages of books and stuff like that. I don't think that's a great way to tell a story either. Um, no, no. So, so I would say maybe a little bit more direct. Because I guess you're, they're trying to give you Cloud's perspective. And unfortunately his perspective is ass. And he doesn't know anything.
0: So. Oh, yeah, like, you know, he just starts up on this fucking uh, train with Barrett and stuff, and all you know is he's a soldier, and all he knows is he's a soldier. And then, like, the way they try explaining things is just garbage. Yeah. Uh like, I don't know if they were trying to go for some memento-ass shit there or something, but, like, it's just not done well. And I, I guess... If there's one thing to correct, you're right, it would probably be the story. Everything else is like if there's faux pas, they're they're passable. You can leave them alone. Right. The, and that's what I don't understand. So many people love this game, but like the story's so weird. Are you telling me like everyone else understood what was going on besides yeah, me?
1: No way. And like imagine yeah. when it came out, and like you didn't really, I don't know. There weren't as many things to kind of, you had to either read like a magazine or talk to your friends or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I mean, fucking. Ugh.
1: And I mean, a lot of the characters that get introduced, I mean, pretty much all of them, they don't know what's going on.
0: <laughs> no, so. that's the weird thing. They're just following around this motherfucker who like wants to kill some dude. So like, and they're they do it. Like they want to help him without asking almost any questions. Yes. Yeah.
1: They they get added and you learn more about their story, but they kinda don't they don't contribute other than being more of like a a Scooby squad <laughs> to figure out what's going on.
0: No, exactly. Like and you don't like, pick
1: them up and they know info about the story already. You kind of no, just pick them up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're doing their own shit. Yep. And like Cloud's just like, Well, you know, fucking I guess I could take five minutes to help you out and yeah. then you do that and then the without even asking a question they're just like all right yeah cool i'll help you murder some guy <laughs> that i don't know he could be completely innocent yeah. i don't know but we're gonna murder him now like i'm not gonna lie if cloud helped me out and then he was like come on and i was like where we were going?" going he's like we're gonna go murder this alien guy with silver hair i'd be like nah dude yeah i'm out like not for me yeah t- 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 take me off the list don't 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 bother ringing the doorbell. I'm not coming back, man. I don't I don't want anything to do with your weird fucking crazy family problems you got going on, man. Can you, can you
1: give me any more info? Like, why do you want to kill him? Oh, he's bad.
0: Why is he bad? He doesn't know who he is. He just is. You want me to murder a guy with amnesia, man? <laughs> yeah. The fuck is... He's got Changnesia, bro. Oh, God. Um. All right, so if... if if you would you recommend this game to people who haven't played it or would you maybe recommend something else that's a better example of what a JRPG is nowadays because knowing what we know now uh and knowing that there's a lot of other games out would would you recommend a different title for someone to maybe jump in with if they've never played uh a J uh, an RPG in general before because um when I was young, this was the go-to whenever someone was like, right. oh, you've never played an RPG, play Final yeah. Fantasy VII. And I think it's a terrible example of what a a JRPG in, ex- uh-huh. like in specific is, but back then an RPG, because there weren't really a lot of differing things back then, especially on consoles. This was kind of what you got. Um, but playing other ones, I think Final but- Fantasy IV is a better story game story wise game than um, Final Fantasy 7 was and I, I, I don't know I'm I'm just looking for your input would you recommend a different game <laughs>
1: Um, so for somebody somebody who's getting into JRPGs or, yeah so your like, little wants cousin to start, wants
0: to yeah uh, play, play a RPG game and like he's asking you what to play what, what are you going to tell
1: him so of the ones that I've played what comes to mind are either the first Nino No Kuni or something like Pokemon, because I feel like you need if you're gonna start into like that whole realm of games and dive into that, yeah. um, you need to keep it more simple. Um, and a, no, l- a it's lot understandable. Of, yeah. a lot of the things that turn people off about JRPGs are the turn-based uh, elements. Like a lot of my friends won't play any turn-based games; they just don't like them, and. I think part of the reason they don't like them is just because they've partially they've never played them or they've like seen it in action. They're like, wow, that looks boring as fuck. Um So something like Pokemon that's very simple. It's a lot quicker. Like you kind of just get into a battle, you beat the shit out of some kid's Pokemon, and then you run away with his money. Like that's yeah. a lot quicker. Um something like Nino Kuni, where it's not turn based. It's like not quite turn based. It's more like kind of Dragon Quest or like um, Knights of the Old Republic, yeah, where it's like an action RPG, you, you know, you press A and then the little guy like goes to attack. Um, mm-hmm. that I think breaks up that monotonous, like just straight up waiting and turn based kind of combat. Um, yeah. while also having you know Kuni would be good because of its layer of like charm. Um, and it's got good cutscenes, it's got like you know, a pretty decent story. I don't think it's anything like amazing, but. It's a straightforward game that's, I think, a lot easier to get into than something like Final Fantasy VII, especially nowadays.
0: You know, while while we're on the the other games, see, I I think if if you want something with a a less convoluted story, the Dragon Quest games uh, tend to be a little bit more of the the high fantasy and kind of stick to that formula a little better right that that uh, and that's
1: a series i really want to try i've only beaten the first one dragon warrior
0: really yeah wow that like i've never even played that one. Oh, really yeah Yeah. it was
1: on game boy color i think
0: i i your your guess is as good as mine man um <laughs> i mean if if that i'm pretty sure the original dragon warrior was an nes release i want to say i could be very wrong Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna check right now just because I'm curious. Um, it might have been I,
1: ported to the Game yeah, Boy I, Color. Yeah,
0: I, I think it was ported to the the Game Boy Color. Uh, yes. So it was it was first released as an NES game and then ported to the Game Boy Color. That's okay. really cool that you you got to play the first one though. Um, yeah. God, um, we should. Oh man, maybe we should. I. Uh, I don't. I, I think don't it's think I like, convinced. It's not. Matt it's not to, too
1: long. Oh, to play them.
0: Well, if if it's like any sort of length, uh, it, that that might be too long for Matt. Yeah, I'm I've been sure. like
1: looking for a reason to play eight because like that's supposed to be the holy grail of like Dragon on, Quest, right? On the
0: DS, right?
1: Uh, I mean, I have I have the 3DS one and I have the PS2 one. I There's just a PS2 haven't played one? either. Of them. Yeah, it's the original.
0: Ah oh, man, I he, oh now I remember. I'm looking at the cover right now. Yeah, yeah I I with had the bandana. this. Uh, it's it's very very good. V- yeah, very good. Also. I bu- oh no, that's that's an early thing. I thought this came out on the Switch. I was about to get really excited, uh, because I was about to put everything down and go download it right now. That
1: w- yeah, that would be like the ideal console to have eight like any oh, of the Dragon Quest.
0: Yeah, I I mean I, I'm I'm excited to get back into ten. But now that you mentioned this, I might just go on eBay like buy it right now and just uh, play it on my. I have uh, one of the backwards compatible PS3s. Oh so, sick yeah, me too. The Fat yeah. Boys. Yeah, yeah 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 the sixty gigs. So yep. Um, I, I will never get rid of that thing. No, uh, th- there's a whole story about that that I'll save for another day, but, uh, it was a debacle getting that thing cause I only got it last year and you know what? Fuck it. We're here. Let's fucking do this real quick. So, <laughs> um, I, I went online and I was like, all right, I'm going to find myself a, a 60 gig PS3. I want one. I want it before I move. So like if I want to play a PS2 game. I don't have to take out my PS2. I could just have something ran HDMI in and I'm good to go. Right. So I'm calling around, like at first, um, I'm calling around all the local stores and calling GameStops, by the way, it like, I don't know if just GameStop hires really young people, but all these, like all the tellers did not know there were like 89 different PS3s. I was like, hey, do you have the PS360 gig? And they'd be like, yeah, sure. And I said, is it the backwards compatible one? And they there would just be a pause, and they'd be like, it's the 60 gig.
1: Yeah, a lot of them don't even know, like, understand yeah. it.
0: And I'm just like, all right, I, I need to know what model it is. So, like, yeah. I was that asshole who'd make them go into the back room, like, check the serial number, and I'd have to reference, like, what model it well, was. And then you I'd know, the, like,
1: there, there was the model... I don't know if, the, if it's the model that came after it, but a lot of like it played PS2 games, I think, right? But it didn't so play PS1 from, games?
0: From what I remember, um the the first three models that came out were the only backwards compatible ones. That's the 20 gig which played a decent amount of yeah. uh PS2 games. There were 280 gigs uh which I think there was a hardware one that played a lot of the library. There was a software one that played not so much of the library, and then there was the sixty gig, which was like the one to have. It played fucking everything. Yeah, that, that's or the almost one I, everything.
1: I bought it when it launched. You know how much that thing was?
0: Oh, dude, I I had it when it launched too. It was like fucking six seven hundred dollars. Yeah, it was six hundred dollars,
1: and then yeah. like I got a controller and a game, so it was like I think I dropped like seven eighty or yeah, like, dude, 800.
0: like You could have bought like a fucking new computer for that much. It's insane. Um. But, you know, it had all these card reader things and whatnot. And this yeah. was the future and Blu-ray yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, fine. So, you know, I'm calling around and I'm I'm really trying. I call uh, my my local like actual game game store, Digital Press, for anyone that lives in Jersey. Check out Digital Press. If you live in the North Jersey area, it is the place to go to get like your retro shit. That place is awesome. It's in Clifton. Check it out. Uh shout out to Digital Press. I love you guys. Anyway, um oh. I, I I called them and they knew what I was talking about, and they're like, it's a super slim chance we're gonna have it. You know, th- those things are kind of sought after, but I'll check. Turns out they only had an 80 gig, and I really wasn't willing to settle, so I yeah. went to um eBay and then Amazon. Now Amazon on the user store, they had it, and I was like, Well, you know, I, I guess it's fine. Like, I'll buy it from someone's store. So I, I order it and I, I, I get this thing in the mail. It's got a bunch of games, bunch of extra controllers and I, I go and plug in the system and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to fucking play a PS2 game. And while the game's installing, uh, or I'm sorry, while like an update's installing, I realized the, um, the hard drive is 80 gigs and I was like, wait, no. No, 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 this this is got, he did not send me the wrong one, so I emailed the guy, and I was like, listen, I wanted the 60 gig that you listed for that price, I don't want the 80 gig, and he's like, yeah, but the 80 gig, it's more, it's more memory, and (laughs) it's more. (laughs) motherfuckers, like, that's what the GameStop people did to me, they're like, hey, it's more memory, it's better, and I'm like, fuck you, I don't want that one, I know what I want, Yeah. and uh, I was like, listen, just... I'm going to send this back to you. I want the system I was promised. So I send him back all his stuff. This time, all I get is the system. No power cables, no nothing. There's not even packaging in the box. And I'm like, bro, this guy was butthurt that I wanted the 60 gig system. I I guess he listed it at the wrong price. So I got it for a steal. And like... I was afraid it actually wasn't going to work because like it, it it looked scratched up and stuff and I was like fuck me man if this doesn't work I'm going to be so sad. So I plug it in the fans loud I'm like oh god please please I pop in a PS2 game it works I'm like Jesus Christ thank you that's really the only thing I wanted. But like fuck dude you know that that was that was a debacle just to get uh you know a retro system but I you know I guess out of the the ps3 generation you know that's kind of a really hard one to get nowadays so i'm I'm lucky to have it but yeah, uh definitely. wow yeah sorry i went off on a tangent there for a minute so no that's fine um, you know. uh, like all right so you're, you're saying pokemon or Nino Cooney is a good game to recommend to people i i'd have to agree that pokemon is definitely that that entry level hey you want right. like you you want to get your kid hooked on rpgs pokemon's the way to do it man. yeah absolutely that's that's your gateway drug to uh, bigger JRPGs. First thing's Pokemon, then you know their main line in Final Fantasy. Next thing you know, they got a controller <laughs> in their arm and they're, they're fucking playing, uh, you know, Nier Automata and those, those deep, deep cuts. That's and you're you wondering
1: want. how to get your kid off of the games now. And now you it's can't. gone too far. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah they're, no,
0: they're like sunken in like eight feet deep into a beanbag chair. Like you, they're done. It's, I'm sorry, you lost your kid to RPGs. It's uh, something I can only dream of.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, if if I ever do have a, a kid, I, I'd love to be, like, to, to have that hobby of video games together. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You can't force, you know, your hobbies on your child, but, like, it'd be nice to have that one hobby yeah, together. It, it, it's funny, like, I've
1: always thought if I have a kid, like, what do I do? Do I, like, do I start him with, like, the old stuff that I started with? Like, do I give him, like, just the regular Nintendo to start with? Like uh, I don't want to just start with like I don't know the PS8 or whatever. Is out no, you're right, you're right. You're uh,
0: right. Th- listen, that that's what my uh, that's what my friend did. Um, his 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 kid John is about uh five now, five or six. Uh, by the way, hi Chris. Uh, Chris is our uh, editor for um the the website. So um he 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 started from what he played as a as a kid, which was the Atari and stuff, and then uh, just started like, gradually working his way up. So, like, you know, now they play modern games together. Or, well, uh, John doesn't necessarily play, but, uh, you know, he watches Chris with a lot of stuff, and he really enjoys it. And, you know, they they have that together where, um, you know, his, his kid will sit. It's kind of like TV time for him, I guess, where, you know, he he's watching this character progress, uh, and he knows, like, his dad's controlling him and stuff. And, you know, they, they have a lot of fun together, which is, is neat. And I, I mean, I, I'd have to agree that starting with the, the earlier stuff and having an appreciation for that is what I'd want to instill in my child is that you know this all started from somewhere, you know it, yeah. it didn't start with these cutting edge graphics with you know multiple processors and you know eighty dollar games now, uh, it, you know at one point. You had to go to a place called Bradley's or Caldors, yeah. which mainly sold clothes, but they also kind of sold video games sometimes, and buy the game from them for thirty bucks. You know, now you got your Game Stops, you got Amazon. You know, you have websites that review games to tell you. We didn't have any of that growing up. Well, yeah, no. Once, once, like the 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 eighties were over, we did have like magazines and shit. But I remember a time where. You know, my mom would get, like, catalogs from these department stores, and they'd have this tiny little section where it had, like, eight video games in it. That's bringing back some good memories, man. Well, good and bad memories, because that kind of sucks, but, like, it was also (laughs) fun being excited for those five or six games. Um, Uh, And, like, comic books used to do video game um, uh, advertisements. Dude, I when I was working at a comic book shop for a while, they had... Uh, all these 90s comics, and I would just flip through them and look at all the really cheesy 90s video game ads. Oh, it was glorious. It was fucking glorious. Awesome. Ah.
1: Yeah, the times uh, have definitely changed. Now you could just kind of walk down the street and you're probably going to run into something that sells it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, everyone sells video games now. Hell, you go to a 7-Eleven and probably buy a video game. <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's going to wrap it up. Do you have any closing thoughts, Carmine? Um...
1: Not really. I mean, Final Fantasy VII was great. Uh, what else did we talk about? Let's see. Get yourself a, a Fat Boy PS3 because oh, it's yeah, well, got, well worth the investment. Money. Yeah. Though yeah, I mean, r- rumors are that the PS5 is supposed to be completely backwards compatible. I don't know if that's true. I'm like calling one shenanigans. One, yeah, but one, I'd one like to for five. To yeah, that would be yeah. a dream come true. Yeah. I don't know if that's true though.
0: I mean, I wouldn't get rid of my PS3. I would just put it away at that. point. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he served um, me so well. Oh yeah, that 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 like I'm pretty sure that's probably one of the systems, one of the the only I guess you'd call it a retro system now yeah. that I have out where like I'll keep it out all the time. Like I I've I've been streaming Banjo Kazooie uh for the 360, and I've like I had to dig my 360 out to like plug it in and play the yeah. game. my PS3 is always connected.
1: Yeah, mine uh yeah, mine's actually in a cabinet right next to my TV right now. There you go. So all I got to do is like swap out of the HDMI and it's plugged in.
0: Perfect. Perfect. All right. So I I think that's it. Buy yourself a fat boy PS3 or wait for the (laughs) PS5, but seriously get the fat boy PS3, especially if you've never seen one. It's, it's something to look at. It's big. It's like a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Um, check out, check out final fantasy. If you haven't yet, I mean, we spoiled most of the game here, so I hope (laughs) you've played it already. Um, but if, if you haven't, and, you know, this sounds like something that you're interested in, it's not a bad game by any means, and it definitely has its claws in a lot of things that are done now. And it's, like, one of the first 3D RPG games that really, like, hit home, and I made a big impact for a lot of uh, uh, gamers out there. So if you haven't played it, check it out. Uh, you can uh, uh, get in touch with us at at mailageekade.com just put cartridge quest in the subject line and we'll uh, be sure to know it's for us at that point and we'll read that mail hell we might even read it on the air Uh, also remember you can get in touch with us on twitter we are at the underscore geekade Uh, just make a shout out to cartridge quest uh, on there just make a little hashtag there and we'll be sure to look at it Uh, we also have a patreon now you guys can sign up for us on patreon we got a five dollar tier opens you up to all the stuff we're doing behind the scenes and you get a special thank you uh, video from me, the Vest Lord. Uh, guys, we will catch you next time where I hope we're going to talk about Blaster Master. We'll probably yeah, get around to nice. talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and until uh, next time, guys, keep playing games and we'll catch you in the next episode.